Hello and welcome to Success Stories. I'm Kendra Hall, Chief Storytelling Officer at Success Magazine, and this is the podcast where we sit down with the brightest stars and the boldest thought leaders as they share their stories so you can create your own success story. On today's episode, I know I've mentioned it before, um, but it was worth talking about again. There are some exciting things happening at Success beyond the magazine, well beyond this podcast, but some really incredible growth opportunities for you personally in your business, in your life, in your relationships related to your health. And today's guest helps to break all of that down. So let's get to it. Don Hobbs is the newly named president of Success Enterprises, a disciple of legendary personal development and sales philosopher Jim Rohn. He cut his teeth alongside Tony Robbins and became the president of Jim Rohn International by age 25 before striking out on his own as an impactful speaker and coach, particularly for real estate audiences. In his new role at Success, he's helping it to define the direction of our 124-year-old brand and bring growth strategies to, if all goes well, billions of people. Don, welcome to Success. We are so excited to hear your stories. Kendra, thanks so much. What a pleasure. It's been nice to be here with you and, and finally to get to see you in person. I know it's kind of fun. Well, in person, even though it's via Zoom. Uh, but what the audience might not know is Success Enterprises is an entirely uh, virtual enterprise now. So right. we meet totally. via avatars and virtual conference rooms. So this is the first time I've really seen your face. It's fun. I know. I know. It's great. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Actually, I want people to know about our success world. But uh, yeah, it's great to see you. So, Don, this is the first question that I've been asking all of my guests. It's a big question. It's probably better to save for last, but I've found if I save it, save it for last, uh, I forget to ask it. So, Don Hobbs, president of Success Enterprises, what does success mean to you? Success uh, on an individual basis to me, it means uh, having options, having uh, you know, to me, I, I look at, I've always looked at a, a full success. I call it holistic success. I don't know if that makes sense to, to mm -hmm. people. Um, whole success, whole person success. And it has to do with, you know, how are we with regards to our, our health, our uh, spirituality, you know, it's all the different pieces that make up life and it goes down through our business, which is kind of where a lot of people live, especially if they're reading success. A lot of them are in in the business world. And so business becomes kind of the driver. Uh, but I think that we really got to look at, you know, the whole person success. And for me, I think that it really has to do with, uh, do I feel aligned in my, is like it feeding my soul. And I remember, you know, having a conversation with Glenn Sanford, of course, the CEO of the company and uh, talking to him years ago, and then having the, the reconfirmation of that. And that is talking about how the business always needs to be serving the life of the owner. And I believe that's true for all of us is we need to make sure that our business life is serving our life. And so success to me means uh, having a business where we can impact people, which has been my passion, my love, my 
the gold in my life. I mean, for, not the gold, but the gold in my life mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and having that ability to um, fit within the lifestyle and life that I want for myself. Right. And it's got to be a, a giving, but it's not a self-sacrifice. And I have no life because it's about everybody else. It's got to be that that blending. So I have as a long answer to uh, what is success. Um it's a big question. It is. <laughs> I should, is. I, should I should go back and reference how long everybody's answer is to that question. I think mine was like 20 minutes. I couldn't I couldn't get it down yeah. to a concise sentence. And maybe that's something yeah. we can work on. I, I, I totally see that because it's it's so personal. And you know, I mean, I've heard the, the standard definitions, doing what you want, with whom you want, when you want, you know, and that's true. I mean, there's an element of that which is dead on. Um, I still think it comes down to translation on a personal level. So, yeah. So, so that's interesting. So many questions have come up. One, you said it again on a personal or um, earlier, you mentioned an individual level. Uh, but it's interesting because you are the president of success, the, the enterprise. I mean, your email is at success.com. So there is a collective um, aspect to success in terms of your role. Any thoughts on what that means like for all of us as a group who's, who are listening? Yeah. Well, I think that first of all, you know, the way that I would define it in and see it for success moving forward is, you know, we're really in a place where we have this, you mentioned 120 in its 124th year, uh, this iconic, uh, legendary. I mean, you know, the words just are whatever we say, it's not enough because I don't know if anything like it, especially in the personal development field, mm-hmm. um, where we have a chance to bring to the world, not just to Glenn, the owner, uh, you know, me or uh, that's not fair. Uh, EXP, I worldwide as the owner, Glenn, as a CEO, me, this is really not about us. And to me, this is an opportunity for us to bring to the world um, and I think what's really fun is that we're, you're seeing the Dream Builders Network, which I think is going to be mind-boggling. I mean, I think that's going to be just uh, crazy. And you're also seeing Success World. And you, you, you alluded to the avatars, and we should dig into that a little bit. Uh, but really, I can see that where Success Magazine has had some limitation in, in where the subscriptions were, where it was on newsstands, where you know it could actually lead um, the online versions, the new upcoming uh, content, the way that uh, Josh, you know, Ellis, our editor-in-chief has designed, the way that our team has come to bat with new things, the way you're stepping into this. I mean, for, for my sake, I see that we are about to give to the world some things that they've never had one place to go. You can be a follower. You know, I'm a Tony Robbins fan. Of course, he was a friend of mine from the time we were 18 and 17. But there's a lot of places to go for information. There isn't one place to go where you can find what I believe is that holistic success. And I believe everything we're leaning into right now is about that for everybody in the world that we can expose it to. And, you know, we set some lofty goals the other day. You were probably in the room when we talked about touching a billion lives. And I really believe that's where we're aiming. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it's far away. And I do want to, I want to ask you, um, we do. We have, I'm making all my notes of all the things to make sure that we touch on them. So we have a lot to talk about, but I did want to ask you, you're so, uh, you were very adamant about the, 
success and about and it being about being in alignment um and that you aren't sacrificing yourself for the success of your business and and just out of curiosity it sounds like that may be a lesson as most of the most of the biggest most important lessons are is perhaps when you've learned uh through experience and learned the hard way so don has there ever been and and i know that you know, even hearing you say that, I go back to the times where I had to learn that lesson for myself. Um, I'm sure many of the people who are listening have have had those moments of tension between success uh, elevating us and success, the desire for success almost uh, strangling us. So is there a story, do you remember a time in your life where you were out of alignment um, and success wasn't the the free flowing thing that it should be? Well, I'll tell you, there's two things that come to mind. And and again, you know, the the hard part is to be authentic. Everybody thinks that success is a straight line to uh, to the top. And it's never that. It's never that. And certainly my world hasn't been that. I, I wasn't smart enough to have it be that. And honestly, I don't know how that how that really ever happens because we're we're in a, a growth. We're here to grow. I mean, that's what we're here for. That's our our purpose is grow and learn and and change. And we're learning from the experiences and and what we call failure a lot of times is a learning experience. Uh, for me, you know, I can say uh, going through a marriage that that didn't turn out the way I thought it would. Mm. Um, and, you know, what devotion was that to my business where the business was my, my, my most important thing and that relationship was not. You know, do I look back on it and say that was a mistake? I, there's, there's some, you know, there's some pain around that. Yet the reality is that um, it's pretty. It's it's one of the phases that entrepreneurs go through. Like it's this is my baby, you know. This mm-hmm. is my thing, mm-hmm. and and it's very challenging. And that's why I think it's such an important point that we bring up here today. And that is we got to keep and maintain that. And I think Kendra. Um, and by the way, I'll I'll go further. Uh, same time period. Uh, I wake up in my um, almost 9,000 square foot, you know, mansion with the Bentley and all the accoutrement, all the, all the, the trappings of what people call success. I mean, by, by the standards, everybody's looking going, wow, guy's killing it. Mm-hmm. And I woke up and literally thought, I don't even know why I'm here. I, I, I don't know that this was my goal. I don't know mm-hmm. that this was my thing. I think this had, a, I remember having the conscious thought in the moment. I think this has a lot to do with what I thought other people would think of me if I had this. And, and that's pretty scary, you know, when you realize that well, I could do it that much and have that much domination in my field out of fear of not being enough instead of out of abundance and going where I really wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll confess, man, that, 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 I know you're not man, <laughs> that, 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 was, uh, uh, that that was a time period where I looked and went, Wow. I mean, that's some big lessons, especially when, when in my mind, there was a little bit of, don't you know who I am? Don't you know what I've done? And that ego part, it was running the show. And that's where, that's where it goes so wrong. Mm-hmm. I'll, um, I'll share one thing with you that was kind of an interesting conversation with somebody that was very special in my life. Um, a young man who was getting into the real estate space, which was my dominant space for a lot of years. And I said to him, you know, you've got two kids. And um, I would suggest to you that you really think about what you want your real estate life to be like, because the 
you know, in his mind, he said, well, real estate, you know, it's weekends and evenings and whatever. And he was telling me this story. Of course, I knew having dealt with, you know, now over a million realtors in my life, that that's not true, but that's the thought. That's the idea. That's the way that people yeah. misalign. And I said to him, I, I, I'll tell you what I believe. I said, I believe if you tell me what hours you want to work that, su- that supports your life and lifestyle and the people in it, I can show you how to be successful in those hours. Mm-hmm. And you show me what you're, what's off the table, what's your family's, what's yours, and I'll show you what to do with the rest of it. And, and that turned out to be extremely true. It became a, a monstrously successful person. So I believe that that's something we can pass on to anybody is don't make it about the time you spend, make it about the purpose behind your business. And then you will have um, a more holistic success. And and I, I love I love that example. And I think that it is, it can also, you know, yeah, be careful what you believe about the stories that you've heard of what is required of success. Because while there maybe are some uh, some rules and some rules of thumb, if you will, right. fine, but you are an individual person. Right. And you while you may take pieces of some of those overarching you know, rules, you still get to individualize it. And I've known for myself, uh, you know, now in the realm of like thinking with your definition of success in mind and that idea of alignment, which is a big part of, of how I define success for myself, I am constantly, um, and, and I realized, much like you just said, I realized early on uh, th- the hard way, uh, but that is a big part of success and alignment is is saying no to the things that that don't support success as I see it, even though they might sound like what's required of success for somebody else, and that that doesn't go away. That as you reach new levels of success, there are going to be other people that want your time over here or time over here, and you need to, and it makes a lot of sense, or you think you should say yes, and it's so important to, whether it's a daily practice or a weekly, I don't know what it is, to come back and be like, is this in alignment? So you don't end up, you know, like you said, years into it, a broken relationship, a 9,000 square foot home that you don't even really want to live in anymore. Um, That is a really, that's a really valuable insight. So I wanted to ask you, we talked at the very top in your introduction, and I've been so curious about this. I want to go back to when you were 25 years old. Um, you were like the head of Jim Rohn's company. Now, as a, you know, listeners of success, many of us uh, followers of success know Jim Rohn. I mean, he is he is a legend among legends. And you were 25 and one of his top guys. Like, how did you meet Jim Rohn? Tell me about that. Well, I, great story. Thanks for asking, because I love talking about Jim. He was like a father to me. Uh, definitely a father figure. I mean, uh, he was mm-hmm. father in my life. I, my life, whether he saw me that in the sun role, for sure, mm-hmm. I would doubt. Uh, but he was a big part of my life. I met him when I was 18. I went to a program. Um, he was doing a program in uh, Orange County, California. Uh, Saturday night's not what the uh, it's not what the kid wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet went, loved it. And I remember not wanting to be there. And then within minutes, getting it, like, oh, I totally want to be here. And so I walked up to him at the first break and said, hey, I want to, I really want to meet you. Thank you. And I think I said something like, I'm going to do everything uh, that I can to stay in touch with you and, and to take your programs and whatever. I'm going to be your greatest student. And I, whatever the paraphrasing was, 
Um, but I did, I did know like I, that night I knew, and, uh, I went to one of his leadership weekend uh, programs at a ranch that he had with his corporation and, uh, one of 50 people there with him and spent the whole, like, I don't know, three or four days with him. And I walked up to him after that and said, Hey, I, you know, I definitely want to work with you. And, you know, I was not, I, I didn't look the part. I didn't, I didn't, you know, there was no way I should have been in that place. They were probably looking around, looking for, yeah, I mean, it's good. Let them sell some stuff. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, no skin off our nose. <laughs> right. And um, I did not have a lot of success first year. Second year was uh, pretty challenging. Uh, people like my mom would say, you know, go get a job. Uh, but by the time I was 20, you know, 20, 21, things started to really hit and it went crazy and uh, made some big bucks. And then uh, when I was 24, I think I did take over the company. And I laugh about that because I will say some of that is... Uh, last man standing <laughs> there was you know he looked around and went wow everybody's gone I, you, you should run the company so um but we had been together for quite a while we had i'd been a, a partner in the way that we set that up i was the partner for orange county uh tony robbins was la and uh we were running big regions and so it wasn't a complete shot in the dark but it was it was certainly an awesome experience and to travel and be by his side for so many for three years and then Prior to that time, we spent a lot of time. So, yeah, he was uh, an amazing guy, and it was uh, a pretty amazing to have that opportunity. Yeah. Well, and I also think it's interesting that it wasn't like you went in at 25 and got the job. And I think it's just another point of reference for people who are looking for whose definition of getting to success involves overnight. Like you didn't just show up at 25 and say, let me run this company. Like you would put in the blood, sweat, and tears, right? Right. Absolutely. And, uh, and the failures and the sidetracks and the, you know, all the things that go along with it, certainly, um, you know, and, and I think sales for me early on was like a lot of ups and downs. It was firstly down, firstly it was down and then it was, uh, some peaks and valleys, but it took me a long time to stabilize that. I, I will just say that I was not born to be an entrepreneur or a, an independent contractor. I, I may not have been born to be an entrepreneur. I mean, I'm, mm. I might not have been. I learned things. I read things. I became things. But honestly, I'm not sure that I was cut out for it. I was cut out with a mindset of a winner, uh, sports and other things. I'm just not sure that I was natural in the position that I was in. So, uh, you know, you grow and you and you go and and eventually it, it paid off. It was a big deal. Now, I know um, that you weren't with Jim Rohn forever, that eventually you did, even now that you say that it's more interesting, not necessarily being a natural born entrepreneur, eventually you did leave what was a super successful company, a well-recognized brand name to go out on your own, um, which I'm sure that there are people listening who are maybe facing that situation right now. They're, they're like, what I've got is pretty good. Like, do I really do this? Or, or maybe they've, they've been let go. You know, we're still in, I mean, I hope it's not the middle of a pandemic. I hope it's near the end, but that's my own personal uh, wish for this. Yeah, maybe for it's sure. been a forced you know, uh, shift. So tell me about the, the day, the month, the process you went through, um, to leave something good and go out on your own. Yeah. You know, Kendra, that's, uh, that was a really tough time and I didn't do it voluntarily. I, you know, I did it voluntarily. Obviously I, I, I was the one who chose, uh, I would not have chosen that. I actually thought that I would with him forever. I loved being around him. I loved uh, being at, at, 
in his meetings. I loved listening to his thoughts. I mean, his his mind worked very different. He was such um, a philosopher. It was almost like Socrates or Plato. I mean, just mm-hmm. were, I was sitting at the feet of this guy, and I don't mean to, you know, to put him on that kind of a pedestal, but there was an element of that. There was. I mean, people, you know, I mean, we know because we're we're part of success, and we've got a lot of his property. We know what people think about Jim's material and when he passed. Like most of the major speakers in the world traveled to Anaheim to tell how he had impacted their life. And many of them said he was the start. So he was absolutely a, a, a game changer for a lot of people. But, um, you know, he he was uh, married to a woman who wanted to run the company. We had a little, um, you know, we had just a disagreement of what we would decide in the day and then what he would come back the next day with. And I knew it wasn't my choices. And and I felt a little you know, I mean, I'm being a little bit of a victim. I felt like I didn't know what to do. I just didn't know what mm-hmm. to do. And I quit. And mm-hmm. I didn't quit to go do something else. I quit because I just couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And um, which is also interesting because um, I did know I loved, you know, I, I knew from the minute I met him that I wanted to teach and train and help people and touch people. I love when people's lights go on and they get it. And I love the thing in an audience when you can see it, mm-hmm. when it's happening. I mean, it's mm-hmm. magic. And so uh, I knew it would be in the personal development field. I knew it would be something in the seminar training uh, space. We didn't have podcasts. And we didn't have all this stuff now, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, I just didn't know what it was going to be. And I didn't know what it was going to look like. And I didn't know what it was going to sound like because I didn't want to be uh, just copying Jim Rohn stuff. And I mm-hmm. didn't want to be Zig Ziglar. And I want, didn't want to be Tom Hopkins. And I didn't want to be... I knew I needed to find myself. And uh, it took a minute, but we uh, I, I partnered up with a friend of mine and we built a company and it turned out really well. Yeah, I, I think it's such a, it's interesting because a, a perception, you know, from my side thinking like, oh, this must have been how the story went. And then you tell the real story and it's like, oh, wow, that isn't how the story went. And oftentimes, and you know, me as a storyteller, I just find that, you know, those middle parts of the story are always the most interesting where you're like, I have no idea how this is going to turn out. And then to be able to hear it from someone else now that you are, you know, many years on the other side of that, you've been able to make sense from it, been able to draw out what you need from it and leave what you don't. And wow, that was just, that's just fascinating. That's so now, fun. How- I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's so fun to, to have that story in my past and to know that uh, there was no lifeline. In fact, I'm sure I was back to thinking it might just be a complete fool. I mean, I may not have a, a future here, but I, you know, I had so much positive feedback and so many uh, followers and friends and we didn't have social media followers, but I had mm-hmm. so many people that were fans and uh, it seemed like a natural, but uh, anyway, we, we lumped into, a, a, we found our niche much like you have. I mean, you, you created a niche, right. And we, mm-hmm. we did that and it turned out to be just a, a blessing in disguise. And and the thing I would say, Kendra, that is probably important for anybody, especially like you said, leaving, maybe leaving a position where they're somewhere where they love it and or they they're they're, you know, they're around somebody they admire or somebody who's taking care of them or somebody who's been good to them. You know, we have all those feelings. And ultimately, you still need to do what's best for you and your family, your life and all of that. And a lot of it's going to be how big are you thinking? Because again, sometimes we can't do the bigness of us with somebody else. It might need to be our own thing. And of course, sometimes the room is left for people to just become everything they can become Mm -hmm. inside of an organization. I like to think that we're doing that at success. Mm -hmm. Uh, It remains to be seen. We'll see 
who plays with us and how long they play with us. But yeah, I'm very excited about that opportunity. Um, I think the biggest thing is you just never know. And I think that the deal is show up every day and do what you do, do it with passion, do it from purpose and, uh, and stuff turns out as it's supposed to. Well, and what a full circle moment you've had now coming at to success who, as you mentioned, owns uh, all of Jim Rohn's material. And you are the president. You How are crazy is that? right back where you started and yet nowhere near where you started, isn't it? I know. That's what I was. It's always funny how the story turns out. Um, so well, you mentioned I want to I do want to talk a little bit, uh, Don. You've you've mentioned a few things that are exciting that, that are happening with success since since it transferred ownership and the world is now the oyster. You mentioned a uh, success world. Tell me about. Tell me about that. What is Success World? Well, this is mind-boggling. Uh, but first, let's set the tone because the company was bought by uh, EXP World Holdings, and EXP World Holdings is also the owner of EXP Realty. Uh, so this real estate company that's gone crazy and and just built so fast, I think it's the fastest-growing real estate company in the history of real estate, built their entire model around a uh, virtual platform. Uh, mm -hmm. There are no offices, there are no bricks and mortar, all the traditional things that you would expect in the real estate space, they're not there, yet they're attracting the biggest agents in the world. Why? Because they have a, a platform called Verbella, which is a gaming platform, uh, a game that some of your viewers might even know, Second Life, uh, was, mm -hmm. their, was a game of theirs. And uh, Glenn Sanford, the founder of that company and the CEO of, of Success, uh, saw the opportunity to build a communications platform, a way that we could go in and do business. And we, when we took over success, uh, we had a chance to move into offices. And funny enough, uh, strangely enough, I should say, not funny, but strangely, as the pandemic had allowed for most people to, to not be able to go to work and to work from home, mm -hmm. uh, the day after we kind of took over, the next day, all of our staff were in our virtual offices in avatar form and walking between offices, having meetings, just like they were formerly in the physical world. Mm -hmm. And, um, and of course, we have built a world out. I mean, a platform, which is classrooms and an arena and an auditorium and a, uh, a convention hall and music venues and all this stuff. And people are like, I don't understand. I can't get this. Go in and see it. You are in avatar form and will blow your mind. And I, we're, able to, I, oh, go ahead. Ahead. we're able to bring in, you know, the talent, we're able to have meetings, we're able to have uh, trainings, and we're doing when you and me and Glenn are doing every single day in there. And there's just a great example, people can come in from all over the world, uh, from any time zone, as long as they're willing to get up and be there for that particular time. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll have classes going on in there uh, every day and probably circling the globe with time zones and all of that. Uh, but people are just shocked at what they see when they get there because they can't really fathom experiencing what they might have only done in game form. You see these war games and these uh, things that the, the gamers are playing. But this is a serious place for us to have a lot of fun and do a lot of teaching and touch a lot of lives and really get people to be able to experience rubbing shoulders with Kendra Hall. Walking mm -hmm. in and there, there's Kendra. Oh my gosh, my hero. We've been watching, you know, watching her podcast. We've been reading her book. We've been, you know, all that, right? And, and there's Kendra. 
<laughs> and we're gonna we're making it so that people are, are gonna be able to do that with a lot of big name speakers and people that are huge in the personal development space. I've noticed I need to, I was just remembering I need to um change my outfit. I'm wearing a red shirt, a blue skirt, and black shoes, which I think that navy and black work well together, but only if it's just navy and black. And I changed my shirt to red and now I just feel like, and I just keep forgetting to change it back. And so it's not a good representation of my fashion beliefs, (laughs) but I do think before, because I want to share a few thoughts about success worlds, but Don, if somebody's listening and they're like, what are they even talking about? Where do they go to down to download it? Can you share that? It's actually success world download, success world download, one word dot com. Mm -hmm. And uh, they can download it to their PC or their Mac. And, uh, uh, you know, they'll, they'll open it up and they will see our world and they can create their avatar and dress the way they want to dress. And by the way, it can be your alter ego or it can be uh, totally you. Uh, and by the way, you're always as thin and as young as yeah. you want to be because in the yeah. world, and by the way, it's always sunshiny. It's always beautiful. It's always amazing. It was snowing around the holidays though. I did notice that, but only you, in you like do. one, there wasn't like, you could still wear, you know, normal, you didn't have to get all bundled up to do that. Right. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I was always a big fan of the the game, The Sims, which is a little bit like uh, Second Life. And it was a fun game. But what I've found so interesting, uh, just getting involved in, I'm a keynote speaker. The first time I ever experienced this this virtual world was actually for a message for EXP. And right. they I was in their virtual auditorium. And I was skeptical. I'm like, how is this going to... And it was... It was so fun. I stood up on stage. You could hear. And the thing I loved about it is there wasn't any video. You 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 don't, for women, if you're listening to this, like there is no, you don't have to worry about doing your hair or what outfit. I mean, you know, my avatar again needs to change her outfit, but that's her fault. She's just being a little bit lazy. But it was, I was shocked at, um, at how normal it felt and actually a little bit better than normal because once a presentation ends and people are kind of, you know, so like hanging around in the, in the lobby, you can exchange conversation. You can, and from a virtual office standpoint, I've always been remote from the success team. And, and that's, and, you know, I started during the pandemic and even though I've been involved with success before, I've met the team before that, you know, I never got that stop by the office quick and ask a question. I always had to schedule a call. It was always via an email. It was, and now I can just walk by and talk to somebody. So, I, and again, maybe this is just, so I don't know if anyone's listening who's considering going more virtual with their office, but it's definitely something to look into. But I love what's coming together, Don, as you mentioned in Success World, because yeah. this is going to be a place where you get to network with other, I mean, you hear this all the time, but other like-minded people and and people who are further along on the path of personal development and success. The the people that success is partnering with will be in the world, will be hanging out and you can yeah. go and sit down with them and have a chat. When I'm in the office, you're more than welcome to come stop by and say hello. I would love that. So it's, I think it's so exciting and opening up a whole new world. Idiot. (laughs) Exactly. Great play. Uh, There's two two places, really. The world is one, and the other place that I believe we're going to have a massive impact 
is our Dream Builders Network. And they can also find any listener can go to dreambuilders.com. And we've chosen to build our platform, not in some of more traditional ways, like say a Facebook, where uh, a lot of people are. And it's kind of tempting because when you go into Facebook, you're watching people's lunches and seeing what's going on in their lives and get it's the squirrel factor. We put together a world where uh, the Dream Builders Network is going to be just by itself to be enjoyed. And you're coming to learn. You're coming to grow. You're coming to be with those like-minded people you were, you were talking about, right? You're coming in there on purpose. And it will be heavy content, uh, rich uh, environment. And of course, we've also got the success world. So either one, you're going to have more of the online. You're going to have more of the, uh, the, the world itself. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm telling you, when people go into the world, I've taken a few people on tours lately. And just they're like, they're, you can see their eyes like, I can't believe this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's pretty Except amazing. That you can't actually see their eyes. But well, so if I do a tour, <laughs> no. If I do it, if I do a tour on uh, on Zoom, I'll sometimes there you go, there you go, show them right, and you can go. They're like, I so know. It, I brought it, my it, it, I brought my husband in there uh, for one of our morning meetings, and and he was just. I was like, yeah, because I have my own personal team is remote, so I'm excited right. to sure. to get them in, and we can have meetings, um, and and have that. I I do want to talk a little bit more. You mentioned it right there, but I want to clarify it more about what dreambuilders.com is. And as I understand it, it is it is more like a uh, social platform. But as you said, without the squirrel factor, like it can right. be your social platform for personal growth. And if you're one of those people who, I mean, I have, except for my business page, I've removed Facebook from my phone. It wasn't setting out of habit. I would go to it and it wasn't setting right away in the morning uh, and it wasn't setting the right tone for my day. Uh, so I deleted it. But what an incredible opportunity to replace some of those automatic places that you go that you know don't make you feel good. Like you open up your news app, you open up other social media accounts and you're like, Ugh, I just don't feel good. As exactly. I understand it, Don, dreambuilders.com is the social media platform for personal growth, for waking up in the morning and feeling good. Correct? Yeah. Get the injection, get the, uh, the, the, the fix, you're, you're fixed in the morning, walk in and, and get your vitamins for the brain. And um, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's going to be a uh, a lot of content moving in from a lot of different sources. I mean, you're one of them, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've got our editorial staff. There's a, a great editorial uh, board that is, uh, most people don't know this yet, and I'm going to avoid the issue <laughs> a little keep bit. Keep it high today. level. Keep a little bit, yeah, a little bit bigger picture. Uh, there's some incredible people that are uh, becoming part of the board. And we've got a lot of people that are, big name speakers who have said, I want to be part of what you guys are building. I want to, you know, I'm in a place where I can give to the world and your world is the place I can give it. Meaning on their own, they're not doing it as much as we're able to because of, of some of the platforms. And, you know, Glenn is just brilliant in the way that he has set up the remote work and the the space for us to be able to do what we do. Uh, and having this platform, we bought Verbella. I mean, the company bought Verbella so we can, have things like this, not only for ourselves, but also for people who want to bring their teams like yours, Kendra, into mm-hmm. a, a a space like this. 
Mm-hmm. But from a personal development standpoint, I truly don't believe there'll be a, a place that will be more content rich that will be um, anything that can possibly even come close to competing. And I'm not saying that in a competitive way. I'm just saying, I think by the time you put together the the names and the people that have said, we're all part of this, that I think what you're going to see is the richest collection of personal development, uh, career oriented, moving towards entrepreneurial spirit, uh, you know, everything you could want to know from soup to nuts about either changing your life or changing your business. And it's going to all be there in Dream Builders. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's uh, an amazing vision uh, that Glenn had. I was not, you know, would not have been, it would have been more traditionally, uh, hey, we've got a Facebook group. Hey, we've got a, you know, and there's. Right. That would have been, uh, that's the comparable, if you will, right. but this will be. Right. Um, way beyond. Yeah. Way, way beyond, beyond that. So we see millions from all over the world who have not been served uh, in in success as much because of their proximity to or not a lack of proximity to what we've uh, been in the past with magazine, et cetera. We think that there's many, many people that are going to play in our two platforms. Uh, and it's, I think it's going to be the richest place in the world. And I say richest, I don't mean financially. <laughs> I mean, richest place in the world for gold nuggets. Uh, and when it comes to changing life and business. You know, it's so funny. I just last night with, um, you know, I've been a, a reader, a fan, and involved on various levels with success since its republication uh, over a decade ago. And it was about the same time that the movie The Secret came out. And it was so funny because last night I said to my husband, I'm like, you know what? I think we should watch The Secret together as a family. Uh, and so my son is nine and my daughter is eight. And and I think the instinct was because, you know what, uh, life is hard right now. It's hard for all of us uh, on so many levels and for so many reasons. And back to your definition of success, it, it seems it's it takes a lot of work to stay aligned right now, uh, I feel like. And the more that you can be... You know, we hear a lot about feeding our bodies what our bodies need, but fueling your mind with what is going to yeah. keep it in that healthy, um, uh, positive, but not for positive sake, but for for what is truly positive is it's only going to get more important. Um and so I'm really excited to be a part of this. So those are a few of the things I know you're really excited about, Don. I have another question for you. Sure. Um, before we wrap up, I want to hear, has there ever been, you know, I think we have these, I've asked a lot of our guests, um, like, what is a moment that you remember where you were like, oh, yeah, like, this is it. I'm doing it. Like, I feel great. Like, you know, where you get to the top of the mountain and, and no matter how short lived that moment is, you like, you feel that connection, that alignment that can you think of any times? And I, and I just love hearing these stories because I think that oftentimes, um, oftentimes I think we think success looks like something other than it does. And it can be these really small moments where you're like, oh gosh, look at, 
like, look at this and look at, look at what's happening. Um, and so I think the more and more we hear these stories from other people who have achieved certain levels of success, the more it helps us identify and see those stories, those moments in our own lives. So have there been at any point in your journey, maybe recently, maybe right at the beginning, some of those moments when you look back, maybe your proudest moments where you're like, yes, that was, that was it right there. That's, that's the feeling I want all the time. Uh, I've, yeah, I can think of, um, moments, probably one of my most proud moments and, and knowing that we have, we're doing great things. And I'll say it in, in a bigger picture. I mm-hmm. believe I've been involved in two, and I believe this is a third. And I don't think most people have that many opportunities and yet maybe we all do. And sometimes it's a matter of seeing what's in front of us, mm-hmm. being around Jim Rohn and, and, and that whole last few years around being around him, traveling with him. Like I knew in that moment, how incredibly special that was. I remember certain times when we were in front of a a group or we were, you know, Mm -hmm. just blowing things up. It was just, wow. And I get, you know, it was like pinch me moments. Those, those times when it was like, wow, this is it. And then of course, having that breakdown and then leaving and then starting, and I remember having our 20-year anniversary at my then company called Hobbs Herder Advertising, which in the real estate space was kind of a big deal. And, and I remember seeing the 150 team members and their families at this black tie event and, and thinking, you know, we were touching about 50,000 people a year through programs. And I remember thinking, this is what I was born for. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is the deal. And you know, we were watching families grow up in our family. We were watching people buy their first houses. It felt like we were we were touching the world, touching our close in, touching our family. We were. It was just such a big thing, and I, I, for that reason, I love uh, being in business and in the entrepreneur thing that I wasn't sure I was cut out yeah. for. Um, but I, that was it. And then I'm watching the formation. Of what I think is maybe my third shot ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be able to re uh, join forces with Jim's material, you know, you said success bought all Jim's library back when he was still alive. Um, to be around people like you, to be around Glenn Sanford, I'll tell you, people aren't going to necessarily know. They'll they'll meet him through you. They'll meet him through the the publication. This guy is unbelievable, and he's 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 in our world. He's not unapproachable. He's not like so many get to be at success level. He is uh, one of us and he's, his heart is huge. And I believe that having a role with this company doing this thing that we're doing, being able to take something that formerly could never have been done just because technology didn't allow it. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're in an age where everything has come together, information age and technology age, just flooding together to make things possible. And I, I think right now we're living the dream. I mean, this is pretty incredible. Yes. So those are those are things that probably strike me the most on a personal level. I can think of fishing trips to the most amazing places in the world. I'm a fly fisherman, and and maybe that would be my thing. But on a business yeah. level, I'm telling you, this is uh, this is pretty much peak um, peak experience. <laughs> I I I believe it, and what a you you know it from experience. So you've you've seen the peak experience before. So, um, Don, one last question. I know that you live in 
Puerto Rico. So yeah. I just want to hear from a lifestyle perspective, like I find that so fascinating. Uh, it's very winter. It's very much winter where I am. I I got on my spin bike this morning, which is out on our our patio and it was 21 degrees. The, the class did, my spin class did not last very long. The spin class of one, but it was, it was short. Um, so, so tell me like, what is life in, in Puerto Rico life? Just a quick, just a little bit of, give us a, a glimpse of that lifestyle. Girl, we are having to tough it through our winter too. It's uh, <laughs> it was 70 degrees this morning when I woke up. And uh, from what I understand from my friends who have lived here for longer than we, uh, it, it never gets below I think the lowest, the hit recorded history lowest is 60 and the highest is, uh, it's never hit a hundred. So we have a great climate from that standpoint. Typically we are 70 to 85 degrees pretty much year round with a hot day here and a little cool day. Oh my gosh, 68. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and we're loving it here in the lifestyle, the people that are here, the people that are native, the Puerto Ricans, uh, and many of our compadres who have moved here. Um, that are these giganics in business that are just here doing their business here, bringing it here. There's some tax advantages. And uh, <laughs> it's been really incredible to see the community that we've built and we are loving life here. So wow. thanks for asking. I mean, it's sunny here. I'm looking outside. It's sunny, but do not be deceived that <laughs> the sun does not equal warmth that I have learned. Well, Don, I want to thank you so much for joining us here. I know the listeners uh, will have enjoyed getting to know you as the president and a leader of the success brand as it continues to grow and thrive and reach a billion people or more. Uh, what a pleasure. Thank you so much. I listen. Thank you, Kendra. And you're doing your part. I love what you do. I love what we're doing together. And this is not about us. It's for everybody that's listening today and all the people that they touch through their work. And I just want to pass on the good words and say, guys, uh, hold the faith, keep the vision, and most importantly, uh, live your purpose because that's what we're really here uh, on this planet to do. And so I'm just grateful. And Kendra, thanks for uh, putting a light on this today and giving me a chance to be with you. And we're looking forward to lots more cool stuff. We're going to make it happen. There are more stories to come. There are. Look forward to it. <laughs> if you enjoyed this conversation, look up an inch or down an inch and check out all of our previous discussions. You can find those at iTunes, Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher, or wherever finer podcasts are sold. And of course, check out the latest issue of Success Magazine by heading over to success.com slash subscribe and get more inspiring stories like this delivered right to your front door. Be sure to give us a review on Apple iTunes, and you can find me at KindraHall.com or on Instagram at KindraHall. That is Kindra with an I. I can't wait to hear the stories you'll tell. Until next time.